0: What was the most memorable experience as a first-year medical student? How does one spend summer or break between first and second year? Why is it important to have a study plan? And what is an ELO? Today on Talking Admissions and Med Student Life, I interview Erica, a second-year medical student here at the University of Utah School of Medicine. Helping you prepare for one of the most rewarding careers in the world, this is Talking Admissions and Med Student Life with your host, the Dean of Admissions at the University of Utah School of Medicine, Dr. Benjamin Chan. Okay, well, welcome to another edition of Talking on Missions in Med Student Life. I've got a great guest today, Erica. Hi. Hello, Erica. Welcome. So we're at the, nearing the end of the summer, and you are now a full-fledged second-year med student. Yeah, it's crazy. How's it feel?
1: I survived.
0: So talk about that. So, your first year med school, how did it go?
1: Um, well, med school is definitely different than anything I'd done before. Mm -hmm. You know, through undergrad, I was really involved with stuff. And so I was thinking like, oh, I can handle it. No problem. And then I got here and realized it was a totally different game, Mm -hmm. but it was a good game. Like it was definitely hard. There are times I didn't sleep a whole lot, but it's something I wouldn't want to change for the world. So all in all, it was a really good experience. What was
0: your, what was your most pleasant surprise? What, what, like, oh, like kind of caught you off guard (laughs) in a good way.
1: Um, well, looking back, I think the most memorable thing in my first year would be the people that I met. Mm. So we have a pretty solid group of people here. The faculty's great. The students are awesome. Um, I hang out with my friends almost every day still during the summer. And um, you just kind of become a family, I guess. So it makes getting through the rigors of med school a lot easier when you have that support system. Mm -hmm. So that's probably been the most memorable thing personally.
0: And what caught you off guard? What was a negative kind of Caught me
1: off guard. Realizing that the way that I've studied is not going to cut it. Mm -hmm.
0: So what do you mean by that? For the people listening, (coughs) because most people who listen to this podcast, I hope, are undergraduates. And Mm -hmm. they're thinking about medical school. So what was the biggest difference between how you study as an undergrad versus what is required on a medical school level?
1: Okay. I am a master crammer. Mm -hmm. I am a master at pulling all-nighters and learning everything, oh, two days before the test. Yeah, you can't do that in med school. You really have to put in the time and make a decent study plan. And that's becoming an organized planning type person is not something that I was naturally good at. So it's something I had to work on. So learning how to pace myself. Like, it's definitely a marathon and not a sprint. So... Just that shift in mindset, it took me about a semester to really figure out what I was doing. And so I guess advice for people listening would just be to try to develop good study skills and avoid getting in the habit of cramming. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so did it take your first, I mean, because I know the first years, your group, there was a quiz or a test mm-hmm. every other week. Mm-hmm. Did did you like that format or to kind of keep on your toes or would you have liked it more spaced out but with more material?
1: Honestly, I liked that format. We had a couple tests where we had some like every week and those were a little rough. And then the hardest one for me in foundations was when we had three weeks between tests. Mm -hmm. Um, Having every other week definitely gave you a little bit of time to breathe after taking an exam, but also kept you on your toes. And for people like me who like to procrastinate, it helped me get in the habit of not procrastinating. So Um, Then, when we hit um, some of the other courses first year, that definitely helped prepare me for that Mm -hmm. Um, when we did have more time between tests. So, I definitely liked having it every other week. I hated the idea of it going into med school, Mm
0: -hmm. but once I was there, I really liked it. Okay, good, good. And, um, you know, this summer, the quote unquote Mm -hmm. last summer off Mm -hmm. between the first and second year, Mm -hmm. um, students have a wide variety of options. People can travel. Uh, people can stick around, do research, people can be a beach bum, I guess. (laughs) Um, What did you decide and why?
1: I did a little bit of all of that. Mm -hmm. Not so much the beach bum, although I did have a couple weeks where I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) You know, studying and whatnot. Um, But I, for most of my summer, I did research. Um, I also... Was really lucky. The woman I'm working with is awesome. And she let me have some time off to go see family and go travel um, on a couple weekends. And so I really kind of got the best of all worlds,
0: mm-hmm. I guess. So where'd you get to go?
1: I Now we're too exciting. I went back home to Lewiston, Idaho. Mm-hmm. I went, saw some um, people in Ohio, San Francisco. Seattle, so okay. definitely got to see my friends and my family, and that was good.
0: Do you feel charged up, ready yes. to tackle second year med school? Yes. Does it sound weird when I say you're a second year med student?
1: It's terrifying and exciting at the same time.
0: Okay. Well, that's a good feeling, right? So, yes. <laughs> you could say most of med school kind of, <laughs> kind of has those overtones. Yes. Terrifying and exciting at the same time.
1: Yeah, I don't think you would be med school without that. All right.
0: So I'm not going to hold you to this, Erica, but if I had to ask you today, what kind of field do you envision going into and why?
1: Um, right now I'm thinking pediatrics or some subspecialty in pediatrics. I realize that we're at about the same maturity level, children (laughs) and I. So it's really fun to be able to, you know, do handstands with them and use that to check upper body strength and range of motion of the shoulders. Like Mm -hmm. what other profession can you act like a total weirdo? And it's okay. Mm. So I really like that. Um, I'm doing research in pediatric infectious disease, and my background's kind of in microbiology. So I really like that. Um, pediatric critical care is awesome. I like that you get to see, like, do procedures and see a lot of different things and cool infections, which aren't cool for the patient, but cool for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I like neurology as well, but I'm definitely thinking pediatrics.
0: Did you get a lot of pediatric, like, experiences in the clinic during your first year?
1: Um. Yeah, actually, I did. Our first year, uh, we do ELOs, which, mm-hmm. have you talked about those at all? Go ahead. Okay, there.
0: Everyone has different perspectives. Okay. Everyone has okay. different perspective. Awesome. That's the beauty of the podcast.
1: So you are placed with a physician, um, your first year's primary care, for an, uh, a semester, and so you go in for, like, four hours every, a couple times a month um, for a semester. And I did mine with pediatrics, and it was awesome. I remember going in, I was terrified because, like, I mean, I've drawn blood on kids before, but that was pretty much the extent. And mm. so when the preceptor is telling me, okay, your patient's here. And I'm like, they're nine months old. How do you do a well child check? I have no clue. Mm. Um, but it was great. So definitely kind of throw you into the deep end, but she was also there to help me learn. And so I would try something and then she would come and show me the right way or how she does it or, you know, really point out different things. And, but it was great to just be in the room with the parent and the children and to kind of develop a relationship with them that way. Um, so you kind of got to experience both. And I did the Care Fair, which was a student-led um, kind of collaborative effort with, like, the PA students and a bunch of other fields here um, for underserved and, people. And those people
0: without health insurance, yes. right? Okay. And that was awesome. It was like a big event. It was huge, yes. And some of them haven't been seen yeah. or treated in years, right? Yeah.
1: So I had a really great experience with some kids there. And... Just all in all, I found that I don't know, kids are pretty awesome.
0: So, what some of your tricks and techniques to draw and drawing blood from young kids? I mean, do you distract them? Oh, distraction! Do you bribe them, and what do you do? Distraction
1: is your best friend. <laughs> How do you distract them? Um, well, as most people know about me, as you do, I love wiener dogs. Mm, so we're gonna talk about that. Yes, yeah, we were. Go, let's go,
0: let's have the wiener dog talks.
1: Yeah. So um, I have a wiener dog, and I had a picture for her on my cell phone. So a lot of times, I'd show kids that and let them play with my phone or let them mm. play games. I remember singing like Doc McStuffins songs to kids at times and I barely know the words. So most of the time they'd be going, that's not how it goes. And so then they would start singing it, which at that point they're distracted anyway. So that's mm-hmm. a great time. <laughs> but just kind of trying to be on their level and talk about things that they like. Mm-hmm. So
0: Excellent. Excellent. And that usually works. In my experience, it's worked. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned wiener dogs. Now, yes. I think they're officially called... Dachshunds. Dachshunds. What, why that breed? What, what got you interested in that dog?
1: They are so, they're goofy. Like mm-hmm. they have the biggest personalities and the smallest little body and they're just funny to look at. And I guess minus the funny to look at part. It's like, they're like kids. Mm-hmm. They all have this crazy personality and they like to get into stuff and it's just, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like them.
0: Okay. Excellent. Now we're going to switch gears. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, That's that. okay. Erica's like, what's coming next? All right. That's okay. So you grew up in Lewiston. Idaho, yes. And you went to U of I. Yes. Correct? In mo- Moscow. Yes. Am I saying that right? Mos- Moscow. 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 Yes. So, um, why you of a school medicine? Cause I know you had different options. Mm-hmm. Erica, like why did you choose to come down here? Ultimately?
1: Ultimately it was just, it was a feeling like it's hard to, hard to say. Um, but the mountains were a really big pull. I love skiing. And, you know, where else in the country can you go skiing in the morning and make it to your noon class? Mm-hmm. Well, you can do that here. So that was great, which is also a great stress reliever your first year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I liked how it was a major medical center. And so at some other schools, um, you get, you might get a lot of experience in rural medicine or and whatnot, and that's great. But here you have the opportunity to do rural medicine. You also have the opportunity to see pediatric critical care, neurology, things that you might not necessarily have in a smaller area, but it still kind of had that smaller school feel. Mm. Like I appreciated on Second Look Day when I came back and, you I know, you, yeah, you knew my name yeah. and that's something that I didn't see at bigger schools. And so that and the people that I met, the um, opportunity to see I, what I thought was a wider range of medicine from academic to really rural based care, that was a big plus for me. And okay. so I think that's what really sold me on coming here.
0: Okay, good. I, I hope we have a lot of those things to offer. And because, uh, like, you spent four years at University of Idaho. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it was kind of a big move for you to come down yeah. here. So, so, yeah, and then it sounds like your experience has been overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Good. Happy I came here. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So I guess the last thing, Erica, and you made an allusion to it. I always like to do fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked about Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Is that like your number one show?
1: I avoided watching that for the longest time. I refused to watch it, and then all my friends here started teasing me. So oh,
0: I a group I blew through. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> okay. a very big group. I blew through all the seasons
0: in a year. <laughs> Because like I remember watching that with my friends, but it was like ten years ago. It
1: yeah, I like, caught up on that oh, all yeah, in so a year.
0: Caught up to it. So, so uh, bring us up to speed. Like, so is Grey's Anatomy accurate as far as what life in a hospital is like?
1: Um, I would say probably not. Okay. Again, the show is based on more residents and attendings, which I'm not at that level.
0: But they still have med students everywhere. They do.
1: So they they okay. do. Um. But I have a feeling that probably actually being in hospital is much more professional than <laughs> Grey's Anatomy.
0: <laughs> I would hope so. Uh,
1: but it's still, it's fun to watch it and to know what they're talking about and to sometimes call out diagnoses before they do. Okay. It makes you feel special.
0: Okay. So they're like, the clinical knowledge is <laughs> Clinical accurate. knowledge, I
1: feel like for the most part, okay. there's been some things that... And listening to them say words, I'm like, that's not
0: how you say it.
1: <laughs> but other than that, I'd say the clinical knowledge from my, you know, second year med student perspective doesn't seem that
0: too far off. Okay, Patrick Dempsey. I he, love him. He's no longer on the I program. Know. Right? McDreamy. Yes. They killed him off. I know. So talk about that. How did you feel when that happened? I'm upset about it. <laughs> Why'd they do it? I mean, do you read the blogs? I mean, how deep does this go?
1: I don't know. I'm not that, okay. to be was honest. It, was it a
0: contract dispute?
1: I feel like it probably could be, or they okay. just wanted more drama on the or show.
0: <laughs> he was tired of being on the show because it was a long time. Yeah, Sometimes that's these, true. these actors and actresses, they have other projects to move on to. so That's true. So you've seen all of the episodes of Grey's Anatomy. You yes. feel it's just as strong in season, I don't know, 12, 13? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, there were some lulls there, but okay. it got, it got all right. better. All right.
0: So, and I guess kind of that, that kind of coming back full circle, you know, you have your dog. What's your dog's name? Harley. Harley. Yes, I like that name. It's beautiful. <laughs> you have Harley. You've got skiing, outdoorsy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, binge, binging on great. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the sense there is a life outside med school.
1: There is definitely a life outside med school. How do you find that balance?
0: School. I mean, what's your secret? I mean, I mean, it sounds like you were cramming, mm-hmm. and now I think you have to be a little bit more, yeah, equal, yeah, more distributive when it comes to your studying time. How right. do you find that time to engage those pursuits?
1: Um. Honestly, it kind of comes down to just learning time management skills. Mm-hmm. So I am, ter- I'm not a morning person. So like when we had classes at noon, I was terrible waking up and studying every day. I told myself I wouldn't, I never did. Um, but after that, you know, just setting aside time to study. I know that when I get tired, I'm not very productive. So that's usually when I would go work out or do something active. Um, and just sometimes you have to multitask, you know, hang out with family and friends at the same time mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, just kind of, I guess, a trick of keeping your priorities straight. Mm-hmm. And so while studying needs to be a priority, um, you know, you need to make yourself a priority too, or it's not going to be enjoyable mm-hmm. or good for you, mm-hmm. I guess, in the long run.
0: Okay. Well, that's excellent advice, Erica. <laughs> well, I, I wish you the very best. I look forward. I, I. I Deep down, I think you'll go into P.S. We'll see what All <laughs> right. I appreciate coming on the pod.
1: Yeah, thank you. All right.
0: Talk to you later. All right. Thanks for listening to Talking Admissions and Med Student Life with Dr. Benjamin Chan, the ultimate resource to help you on your journey to and through medical school. A production of the Scope Health Sciences Radio, online at thescoperadio.com.